0: It's 8 o'clock on today, coming up wild weather, extreme heat coast to coast, while severe storms continue to slam parts of the country. We're live with the latest, including Dylan's full forecast. Then, fit for a king, King Charles in Scotland for a second coronation this morning. A look at today's ceremony, including who'll be there and who won't. Plus, how to save a life. Dr. John is here with some life-saving demonstrations for everyday medical emergencies. What you can do to step up and help before the experts arrive. Today, Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. Ah! Travel from Jerome, Arizona.
1: Springfield, Virginia. Forest Park, <laughs> Illinois. And Alhambra, California.
0: Oh, welcome wow. back to today. This. Good crew. So glad you're with us on this Wednesday morning, day after the fourth holiday week for a lot of folks. Savannah and Hoda off this morning. Chanel Jones is here. Peter Alexander's here. Right now, though, let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. Despite dangerous storms and brutal heat, Americans could not be deterred from celebrating our most patriotic holiday. Dylan's going to have that forecast in just a moment. But first, let's go to NBC's Emily Akeda. She's got more on the, the 4th of July. They really put our determination to the test in a lot of places. Emily, good morning.
2: Hey there, Craig. Good to be with you. It's really been an unrelenting first few weeks of summer as we continue to see the scorching heat and sweeping storms hamper so many holiday festivities throughout the week, coast to coast. We saw Mother Nature light up our nation's skies with a fireworks show all her own, lightning and thunder rocking parts of the Northeast. Here in Coney Island, two people were rushed to the hospital after a lightning strike, those severe storms even delaying the famed Nathan's hot dog eating con. Out west, it was the scorching heat impacting holiday festivities, triple-digit temperatures, some even setting records that high heat fueling wildfires in Washington State and Arizona. Some cities even resorting to hosting drone shows rather than fireworks because of the wildfire risk. And taking a look at our nation's skies, we continue to see travel chaos. Yesterday, we saw uh, some 4,200 flights delayed, more than 450 flights canceled. At one point, all three of New York City's major airports were under a ground stop. And we'll expect to see the travel chaos continue more travel snags today as we expect severe weather to take aim at the Midwest, packing high winds, gusty winds along with hail, just as many of those More than 50 million people, a record number, will begin to head home from the holiday. If you're among the throngs of people that will be taking to the road today, AAA says you're going to want to leave before 2 p.m. to avoid the worst of traffic. Craig?
0: Well, and just that haze behind you there, too, on Coney Island. Uh, Emily, thank you so much. Dylan is back now to look at who's going to have the... I guess the worst of the storms and the heat today, huh?
3: Yeah, and it's kind of scattered all across the country, and the haze in New York City indicates just how humid it is, and also some of that smoke trickling in from those Canadian wildfires. Now, we do have some strong storms moving through Wichita right now. Lots of cloud-to-ground lightning, also some heavier downpours. This is where the cold front is, so these little scattered showers and storms up through Wisconsin and Iowa, those are going to move eastward, impacting areas like Chicago today, likely to create some uh, afternoon and evening delays at the airports. Denver could even see some of these stronger storms. And within this orange area, that's where we could see wind gusts over 60 miles per hour and some large hail and torrential downpours, too. This cold front is very, very slow to move eastward. So out ahead of it, that's where we have most of our warmer temperatures. Uh, We could see record-breaking temperatures in some areas. So we have heat advisories and heat warnings in effect in the Pacific Northwest, the Southwest, parts of the Plains, parts of the Northeast, and parts of the South, too. So that's what I mean, where it's just sort of scattered heat all across the country. Tucson is going to be close to a record with a high of 109 today medford oregon will likely tie a record at 102 then you go up into uh, parts of new england where we'll see temperatures close to 90 degrees and we're looking at 90s down along the gulf coast too
4: all right dylan thank you overseas now another round of royal pageantry today for king charles and his family they're in scotland for the new monarch's second coronation nbc's molly hunter joins us from buckingham palace with more on
5: why this day holds such a special meaning molly good morning Chanel, good morning to you. That's right. Coronation round two. We are doing it again. The king and queen and Will and Kate are up in Scotland today. There will be a major procession, a traditional service with some of the pomp and circumstance that we saw right here just about two months ago. Take a look. This morning, King Charles making an emotional return to Scotland. The king and queen marking the traditional Hollywood week ahead of today's second smaller Scottish coronation. The monarch's seen planting trees, thanking health workers, and braving the summer Scottish rain for a garden party last night.
2: Like his mother, I think the king would regard Scotland as his spiritual home. It is where he spends almost all of his holidays.
5: Now the king is following in his mother's footsteps again. On June 24, 1953, tens of thousands packed the streets of Edinburgh for a glimpse of the young queen as she made her way to St. Giles. The Grand St. Giles Cathedral in the capital, hosting the royal service today, ten months after the king and all his siblings greeted Queen Elizabeth's coffin at the same place. A royal procession, crowds lining the route to greet the new king and queen. But it's a delicate balance up in Scotland, anti-monarchy protests coming out in force today. At St. Giles, King Charles is presented with the honours of Scotland and precious Scottish crown jewels.
1: The Elizabeth Sword of Scotland
5: just two months after the main coronation here in London back in May. And it will be a family affair. King Charles and Queen Camilla joined by William and Kate, but no Harry. Earlier this week, both brothers celebrating their mother Diana's legacy awards with separate speeches. Just two years ago, they remembered their mother together, now back on separate continents. The Princess of Wales has also been out and about this week as this country gets swept into Wimbledon mania yesterday alongside Roger Federer stopping by to cheer on the British players before heading north today. Tennis royalty together. Such fun to see Kate and Roger Federer out there. And we'll show you some more pictures. Kate, of course, stunning in that green blazer, looking very, very chic. Now, we know the Princess of Wales is a major tennis fan. She's also a major fan of Wimbledon. So I think we will see a lot more of her in the next week or so as the tournament goes on. Chanel? I love it. All right, Molly, thank you.
6: Officials in Georgia have released dramatic body camera footage of a life saving rescue last weekend. Look at this. Sergeant Ashley Taylor responded to a highway crash. Mm-hmm. He found the car on fire deep in the brush there. After calling out to the driver, he fought through that heavy smoke, broke a window, removed her seatbelt. Sergeant Taylor then successfully pulled the woman to safety. The driver was in no shape to tell him if she had a passenger, so he went back through the oh smoke gosh. and fortunately was able to confirm that there was nobody
0: else inside. Wow. All right. Let's stay in Georgia for this next story. One of the world's best long distance runners had first place all but sewn up in yesterday's Peachtree 10K race in Atlanta. And then this happened. Defending champion Sambiri Teferi accidentally followed a police escort motorcycle that veered off course. Uh, By the time she realized The mistake that she'd made, two other runners had passed her. Teferi turns on the speed, but just manages to finish third. Oh. Yeah. So she had to settle for a $3,000 check instead of that $10,000 grand prize, but... Man,
4: that hurts. Can you yeah, imagine I know, right? the lady in
0: second place was like, I don't know what she's doing, but I'm just, gonna
4: keep just going right? to keep doing now. Oh, man. Yeah. That Can she, she do a Guess no. not. She'll guess be back next year. Doesn't work. Next anymore. season. Then you got to wait. No. All right, coming up from Kevin Bacon's farm to Brad Paisley's concert, no. How the Stars Spent the Fourth, one of our favorites, even welcoming wow. a new family member.
6: But first, would you know what to do if somebody started choking or having a seizure? Dr. John Torres is here with some critical basic skills that could help you save a life. It's right after this.
1: When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match
0: All right. We're back coming up on 814 now with your health. And this morning, some important life-saving skills that you can use during some of the most common emergency situations.
4: Because when an emergency strikes, we know every second counts. So senior medical correspondent Dr. John Torres is here to go over the simple ways we can all step in and save a life. Good morning Good to Good morning, you. Dr. John. So let's do this first one here. This is actually a nightmare for a lot of us, right? You're at a restaurant. You're out to eat. Um, maybe you're at home and someone starts choking. And at first, you kind of watch to see if yeah. they can make it happen. And then you realize, no, this is a problem.
7: Exactly. That's it. And the first thing you want to do is realize that they're choking and be able to do something about it. So they say the international sign for choking is people holding their hand up here. In a panic situation, they might not do that. It might be one. They might be pointing. might be clearing the table of things and just kind of writhing around. First thing you want to do is you want to go up to them and you want to say, are you choking? Mm -hmm. And they should be with it enough to go, yes, yes. And then let them know you're going to do something. Say, I know how to remove this. I'm going to help you just to make sure that they're okay with you helping them. They don't think you're trying to assault them or something. Right. And then what you want to do is you want to stand behind them. This is choking Charlie. He's going to help us here. Choking Charlie. Yeah, choking Charlie. Look at
4: choking Charlie. He's definitely choking. So you want to
7: stand behind them. You want to go ahead and bend them over a little bit. Right where their belly button is, you want to put your fist just a little above their belly button, one fist. Yes. Wrap your hand around that. Make sure they're in tight to you, and then you want to push in and up. Can That's I tell important. you
4: why I said this was uh, scary for me and a lot of people? I'm afraid We're afraid we're going to hurt someone. You,
7: you know what? You're not going to hurt them. Number one, you're in a soft area here where their belly and intestines are. You can't squish hard enough. Okay, okay. And number two, what's going to hurt them is that food not That's coming true. out. All and right. what you want to do is you want to keep grasping and doing that until it pops out. Okay. If it doesn't pop out for some reason and they pass out, then lay them on the floor and start CPR. Scary. Someone should be calling 911 that whole time. Okay. All right.
0: Dr. All right. John, is there a situation where you could even take your finger and stick it down their throat if you can You do not
7: want to do that because don't, the yeah. problem is if you see food, you can pull it out once they've passed out. Only if you see it. Okay. You don't want to stick your finger in there because you Force could it. push it further in. Got it. Oh. That Got is it. bad. So okay. just again, just keep pushing.
0: All right. Let's 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 talk about this guy. Looks like he's, he's, he's seen better days as well. <laughs>
7: and unfortunately, the reality of the situation is we're having mass shootings. We're having a lot of gunshots. You could be at a concert. You could be at an office. You could be walking down the street. Somebody gets shot or they get hurt in some kind of industrial accident or car accident and they're bleeding bleeding. right you need to stop the bleeding immediately and there are a few things here you can use for a makeshift tourniquet because you know in the military i use tourniquets that are made for this but you don't always have those with you nobody does but you might have a tie a t-shirt some socks I mean, just think about any kind of things you can use. And the pin, so we're gonna try this on And Give me this tie real quick, right. and I'll show you how to make a so makeshift what's the goal here? The Reminds goal here people. is to stop the bleeding. So assuming he got a gunshot wound somewhere in the leg here, you wanna try and stop the bleeding within a few minutes because they're gonna to bleed to death very, very quickly. And what you wanna do, is wrap something around people think belts belts do not work can you give me those two pens there sure sure belts don't work (laughs) belts don't work they're too hard to twist and the twisting mechanism is what actually stops the bleeding twisting so what you want to do one pin won't work two pins work great and then you want to just twist and twist and twist as tight as you can until the bleeding stops now if i let go it's going to untwist so give me the shoestrings shoestrings right and just give me a shoestring here and what you want to do is get this shoestring tie it around and then secure oh that in place the whole time you're doing this, as you're getting these instruments ready, which you just saw, it took a few minutes to get them ready, have somebody else supply apply direct pressure, because that direct pressure is going to stop this from bleeding. Direct pressure on the wound. On the wound, while the tourniquet's being put in place. Oh Call 911, obviously. And then if it, even if it doesn't stop bleeding, yeah. you can go ahead and continue to apply direct pressure. It's going to slow it down. That's the important mm-hmm. thing until help gets there. And if you don't have a tie, you could use a stretchy sock. A stretchy sock you can use. You can use a T-shirt, Okay. anything. Sleeves of your long sleeve shirt. Any of those can really work to put the tourniquet on. I just learned a lot there.
6: So let's yeah. walk to another situation. You're in the park. You're with family, friends, loved ones, even a stranger you see. They fall to the ground. They're having a
7: seizure. What do you do? So there's a misconception that when people have seizures. It's an old myth that you want to put something in your mouth to stop them from swallowing their tongue. Number one, those muscles that control their mouth are one of the biggest muscles in our body. You are not going to get the mouth open. It's going to see shut. Every muscle is tightened. Ah. It's going to see shut. You're just going to break teeth and cause problems. So don't put anything in their mouth. What you want to do is essentially ride out the seizure. It's only going to last a few minutes if there are somebody with seizure disorders or they have a seizure. So does that mean stand back or can you no, help in something? You want to help. Two things you want to do. Number one, first and most important, you want to protect the head. So give me that real quick. Sweatshirt. This is a sweatshirt, any kind of blanket or anything, and just put it down under their head and protect their head. The other thing they're going to do is they're going to be moving around a whole lot and thrashing around. So you don't want to hold their arm still because you're not going to be able to or you're going to cause injuries, but you don't want them to get hurt. So just clear out anything from the area. So the gist is you causing. don't want to
6: hold them down, no. like
7: allow them to seize out, but also don't let them hurt themselves further. Exactly. That's the main point. Just help them end the seizure. Just help them ride the seizure out. Okay. Main so. thing, protect the head, protect the arms, protect the legs. So I'm, and uh, then once they're done with the seizure. Yeah. Have so when it's stopped, post, then when is it appropriate to engage? It's called a post-ictal state. They're going to have about 15 minutes of grogginess, not being very awake. So what you want to do is you want to go ahead and then just roll them on their side. And let them sit there because they might throw up and you don't want them to choke on it. So roll them on their side, keep assuring them that they're going to be okay, call an ambulance, and then go from there. It's a good
6: reminder to the other good Samaritans who are walking by to get engaged and well and call for help so others can help
7: whoever is... And that's with all of these. Help you. is important, getting a whole community in there. You're probably never going to be at one place by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're going to be at a place thank where you. people can help. Like I said, with tourniquets, direct pressure. Yeah. You want to make sure that's applied, appropriate, somebody Shit. can help you here. People tend to panic in situations like this. Yes. Of course. So if you're the one that can take a couple breaths and really good. slow things down, you're the, the other one that's going to help yeah, out. That was yeah. good yeah. advice. Taurus, thanks thank Dr. you, Dr. Taurus. And
4: we want to thank World Point and Laredal Medical for lending us these mannequins for this
0: important how, just really quickly how can you tell if you come upon someone that they're actually
7: having a seizure mm-hmm. and it's not well you can see a seizure is a full brain activity where their brain is just firing completely and so everything is moving around they're either stiff where they have what's called tonic-clonic, where they're just moving all their extremities. Okay. Their, their jaws are clenched. They're not talking to you. They're not listening to you. They're not doing anything. Got it. That's a seizure.
0: Important. Thank you so much for that, Dr. John.
7: Uh, Dylan Dreyer
0: is in for Al this morning. She's got the latest forecast. What are you looking at, Dave? It's
3: fascinating. Uh, just want to point out the air quality for a lot of folks spending time outdoors today. Not only is it hot and humid with the risk of storms, but we also have just very unhealthy air out there for a lot of folks. In fact, back through the Great Lakes into the Northeast, that's where we could see those levels above 100 degrees. Uh, 100 points also down in atlanta very unhealthy air quality and out in the pacific northwest boise 179 so stay indoors if you have any sort of uh, respiratory issues today and that's your latest forecast all
0: right catch your breath time for pop star all right i got it
3: it was a long walk over that wall here all right so let's start with brad paisley country music superstar celebrated the 4th of July by headlining the Let Freedom Sing concert in Nashville, Tennessee. Paisley treating the crowd to his latest single. It's called So Many Summers. So Many Summers is the second song from Paisley's upcoming album. It's called Son of the Mountains. We can't wait to hear Brad's new music when he stops by our plaza for a special concert that's next Friday. Just head over to today.com slash concerts to sign up for a fan pass. I think we're all excited for that one. Yeah, That's going to be fun. Yeah, a for good sure. Show. All right next up 4th of July since we're talking all things the (laughs) 4th we thought it would be fun to do a little roundup of how our today family celebrated yesterday so First, Aww. we have to show you these new pictures of Al with his granddaughter Sky Clara Laga. The little cutie getting all the love from her papa. Aww. Look at how cute she is. So cute. Earlier this our voices all go so high. Earlier this week, Al's daughter Courtney and her husband Wes welcomed that precious baby girl. So it's a that's a tough one to oh. top. You kind of look so at those fast. pictures. But Chanel, what did you guys I do?
4: my little twins were that size and kind. <laughs> um, we had a lot of pool time this weekend. In fact, I realized we were so busy. Having a good time. I didn't take a lot of pictures, oh, no. uh, but it was a great, great time. My son, my youngest son, um, had a soccer team over, so wow. it was a lot of kids and a lot we of people. Yeah, yeah. Big good kids time. Are.
3: I know it's crazy. Oh. What'd you guys do? Uh,
0: my family left me uh, for the Fourth of July, <laughs> so
3: sounds uh, like a I was country music song.
0: That's They were down in DC. They went to a Nats game. Nice. They saw their grandparents. They hung out.
4: Love the matching outfits. Oh yeah.
0: So they they had a good time, and I had a good time by myself. Yeah.
4: What'd you do? You did.
0: Um, absolutely not. <laughs> Nothing. Had a nice big pork chop. Doesn't take much. <laughs> no,
6: small things. How about you? My family stayed down in D.C., so yeah, I, I was alone him, yeah. in the city, face oh, planted a pillow before yeah, the fireworks. But we picked up our dog a couple days ago, oh, little yeah. Star, Aussie oh. Labradoodle with Ava and Emma. She was at boot camp when we were away last week, but it was her <laughs> first fireworks know? show, so I was checking in to see how she ah. did. We turned on a little meditative music in the house. I'm told oh, nice. to sort of try to call her it, it helps. Out. Yeah. How old is Star? Star is six months. she is a
0: nugget. Thank you. Alexander.
3: Like, all right what like about you? you speaking of your nugget uh we we went to a little town Fourth of July parade I have a lot of family in town Brian's sister and her family uh sister-in-law her her son but we did sparklers and uh, there's just something so inherently dangerous about sparklers but so fun yeah. um Calvin had just a ball with the with the little sparklers Brian obviously too. Um, Ollie just Good wanted deal. to run away, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> no one looks like they ever have more fun than, than your husband. <laughs> is.
3: The fish is the life yeah, of the boy. Of puppies, he's like the puppy that's just yeah, running around having a great I time. Love. I yeah, love yeah. his energy.
4: <laughs> Ahead in our third hour in annual tradition, the winners of Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest are with us. We'll do a morning after check-in with the champions, Joey Chestnut and Mickey Sudo. And then on Hoda and Jenna, romantic date ideas and vacation getaways with-